Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari. Happy Tuesday, and off we go into a very special topic for today, which is special delivery, how to know when your manifesting is about to appear. And um, it's an interesting time frame. It's an interesting um, portion of manifesting when you're right about to get what you desire. I would say a good 90% of people give up right before the miracle happens. They quit right before the miracle. They quit because the telltale signs that are letting you know things are about to come to fruition can be misdiagnosed as uh, signals to give up. So today I wanted to discuss a few of those nuances and give you some tips on how to avoid quitting right before things are about to come to fruition and also to help you with a little bit more of your energetic um, communications fluency so that you can recognize the language that's coming your way because energy works very different than logic and um, and what we try to do is retrofit everything into our logical mind, which most of the time doesn't work, especially when you get down the path of it with uh, parallel realities and, and multidimensional manifesting and law of attraction, all those things. It's not particularly um, logical. So, yeah. Uh, so you can cause a lot of confusion. I, I just had like six bucks running through my head all at the same time, and they all collapsed on each other. So I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> let me pick those back up and try to figure out which thought was supposed to come out first. All right, so um, happy Valentine's Day. I can't believe, you know, I almost skipped over that. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Um, it's a very interesting day, Valentine's Day, because there's a lot of expectations, a lot of um you know, highs and lows, and, and, and it's, I think it's just almost as bad as Christmas when it comes to people's uh, kind of preconceived ideas of how it should be and people's disappointment and all that. And hopefully you're having a really warm, wonderful day. Um, but the thing about, about that is let it just be what it is. Stay in the present moment, let it be what it is, and enjoy it. Enjoy it from a perspective of divine love. Enjoy it from a perspective of um, love for friends and family, and just for self-love as well. So if you're not in a romantic relationship, enjoy it anyway. You know, a lot of people, like, um, I have a lot of friends, though, they like, kind of shut their eyes to it. They're, okay, is it over yet? Is it over yet? They hit the night, like, oh, okay, now we're normal again, you know. And a lot of people go through that. Um, but in any event, enjoy uh, enjoy the rest of the day and into the evening. And um, let's talk about uh, some of the signs that you can take note of to know that things are about to show up in your physical world, okay? 
So the first thing is when you're doing your manifesting, um, I was explaining this in my private sessions yesterday. Well, I'm always explaining it. It's kind of like there's a difference between goal setting and shifting into the energy where it already is so. So goal setting is where you pick a desire and then you kind of go after it. You start to try to put things together and take all these action steps and figure out how and figure out when and figure out, you know, the, all the kind of ratchet yourself into it, um, into the goal. And you know, say, oh, I want to lose weight. Okay, I'm going to run four times a week and I'm going to eat this and I'm going to eat that and I'm going to just keep track of everything I'm doing. And it's not energetically setting it up at all. You're just sort of slogging through the physical um, work of something with a very kind of hard look at what it is you're desiring. And that's okay, but it is absolutely the, you know, the Flintstones way of doing things. It's the most primitive way of getting things done. When you just look at a goal, kind of work backwards from the goal and set up action steps and start taking action on a to-do list, it is the most primitive and slowest way to get something done. Uh, it can lead you down a lot of uh, difficult roads as well because your mental mind is very limited. And when you do something specifically from just your mental mind and your logic alone, your intellect alone, um, it is it is subject to the limitation of what your mental mind has been exposed to in the past or, the, or what it's observed others doing uh, in the past. Okay, so if it's observed others failing at what you're attempting to do, then it's going to put limitations on. If you've never seen it done before because you haven't been exposed to somebody who's done it before, it's going to put limitations on you. Why? Because your mental mind is going to say, oh, well, we don't, that doesn't compute. You know, so it must be hard or it must be impossible. Okay? And um, I've always been kind of on my own drum, so I've always kind of looked at things and I'm like, if I could see one person doing it, then I knew I could do it myself. It was I didn't need. I know I have I have some friends that all they do is they always have to have statistics and they always have to have surveys that and proof that you know a hundred people did this and or tens of thousands of people were successful and they have to have all these different proofs and and they're going in there and they're like ratcheting all the logic and all the the statistics and all the proof that other people did it. And then they they get in there and they try to do it themselves and then they realize they don't get results because everybody's already doing it. And, um, you know, and and I know that they're always disappointed because they're really shutting down that field of of possibility, the field of infinite possibility. That doesn't mean you don't research an idea, but it can't be the only thing you do. So when we are setting ourselves up in our manifesting, what we want to make sure, and this is just kind of a review, because I know some, pe- you know some people, this may be their first podcast with me, um, you are, what you want to do is always operate from your energetic frequency first, and then from there you can, uh, whatever your energy leads you to are the, the logical, physical steps that you're going to take. So you're going to have one lane in the energetic side and one, one foot in the energetic lane and one foot in the physical lane, and they should work together. Okay? You don't want both feet in one or the other. If you have both feet in the energetic lane and you're not doing any physical action, you will not see any uh, tangible uh, results. If you have both feet in the physical lane and you're not doing anything energetically to set a frequency alignment, then you're going to take the slow boat to China or never get there, and you'll put yourself through a lot of extra work and unnecessary work 
get what you desire. So what you really want to do is have one foot in the energetic lane and one foot in the physical lane. Um, and so, <clears throat> excuse me. And so, what? As you do that, and you stay in frequency alignment, and but but you're still taking the physical action steps that you get intuitively. That's the best case scenario. That's when you get your kind of uh, the most rapid journey possible. Now, if you have really big goals, like a big career change or, you know, a big relationship shift, like where you've been single for a long time and now you want to be in a relationship or you, you want to make a major career change or you want to make a major move, those types of things. Even though there's no such thing, quote, unquote, as linear time, it's going to sound contradictory, but things do have to line up. And could they line up instantaneously? If you are in alignment, they certainly can. But if you are picking something where you really feel is a big leap from where you are, start from your starting point, there will be, um, you know, a journey, a pathway to get to that desire, okay, or for that desire to fully materialize or for you to transition it fully into the parallel where you're physically reflecting that desire as opposed to your old scenario, okay? So there are pieces that, that load it. Like it's like uh, my favorite analogy to date is when you're buying an app, you know, out of iTunes or the app store and you look at all the reviews, you look at how the different apps work, you know what you want to have done, you know what you want the app to be able to do, maybe organize, help you organize things or, you know, add filters to pictures or whatever. But you you do the reviews, you look at who, what other people are saying about it and how many bugs it has and whatever, and then you pick, right? And you pay, and then you download, and it starts to, to load in. You can't use it while it's loading in. You can only use it when that little circle that shows you that it's downloading and it's in the process of downloading, when it's complete, it'll say, it turns into that bar that says open. And then you click on open, then you can use the app. Well, your, your parallels, your frequencies, your manifestations work similarly. So, when, from the point where you decide where you want, what you desire, to the point where you actually get it is a journey. That journey could be a minute. A journey could be years, okay? It really depends on where you're at and how fluent you are in the language of your intuition and your energetic communication system. The more fluent you are, the easier it is to receive the things that you desire because you need to be able to have a two-way conversation energetically to get the blueprint to get the steps that you need to take, the action steps. There's going to be some days where you're given three or four steps. There's going to be some days where you're not given any. There's going to be some days that where the energy is just waiting for you to step forward and take another step. If you're the type of person that comes up with this really big idea but refuses to take even one step until you have a guarantee that it's going to happen, and that your logical mind it proves that it's going to happen because you have all kinds of proof, but you won't take any steps forward. You are setting yourself up for the longest manifesting cycle possible. Okay, you have to be willing to operate from an energetic perspective. So, when we talk about um, how to know when your manifesting is about to appear, you want to make sure that you are doing the process of manifesting properly to begin with, right? Because it's not going to appear if you're skipping steps or not, um, not in alignment, okay? And the steps that we've talked about on other shows and things uh, for success, what it is is it's helping you have, have, have that 
uh, back and forth energetic conversation because that's highly important is that you are uh, asking and then you're shutting up and allowing (laughs) receptivity, allowing uh, something to bubble up and to give you a sign of how to move forward. And then you take the step, that step that you've got energetically, you take it and then you wait for the next breadcrumb, the next step. And then, and you, you start to see this progression and the faster you take that step, the faster the, the dots connect and the faster you get to that point of, you know, quote, ultimate manifestation. Um, but let's assume you've been doing all of that, and now you're to the point where it's like, okay, where is it? I, you feel, you kind of feel um, like it's kind of right there, but it's not quite there yet, and you want to know, like, you know, should I throw in the towel or should I, you know, hold on? So um, the first thing that you will notice is that when I was saying before that you ask a question about your desire, you want to uh, move, do a big move across the country, you ask, you know, you say, I want to do this, and you do your aligning sessions, and, you know, you have a vision of where you want to be, you're, you know, looking at the house, you're looking at the area, you kind of know, you know, you're feeling very, very, most importantly, very, very excited, very enthusiastic, very expanded about it, right? So um, so what you do, you uh, are taking um, your steps, your cues, okay? And then the next step is coming through and you're taking that next cue and then the next step is coming through and you're taking that next cue and the next step is coming through. And you start to see that the steps start to come faster. That's when you're getting close because the steps come in like three at a time instead of one because you're taking action faster than the steps. So it's almost like you have a business. It's almost like, um, in, in fact, not almost, it is. You're signing the universe, um, you're delegating certain things to the universe, and then you have certain things. So the universe is going to take care of certain things energetically, and you're going to take care of certain things physically. Okay, so it's um, universe and then energy. I mean, and universe and physical, and universe and physical, energetic, physical, energetic, physical. So that's that give and take. When you start to see your signs coming in batches, you're getting really close. Because you're so responsive that the energy can give you a bigger to-do list and that's because it's, it's speeding up. Okay, so if you start to see two or three things coming in at once, um, that's when you start to know, okay, I'm getting closer. And you'll actually palpably feel that it's close. Second-guess yourself because that's human nature. That's the mental mind trying to save you from being disappointed. Um, but that whole logical safety net, you know, be doubtful until it's proven out thing is quicksand. It's the kryptonite to your whole um, process, okay? It's absolute kryptonite to your whole process. So you have to um, be very, very clear with your willingness to take action steps that are inspired, okay? I'm not talking about 
looking at the project saying, okay, I have to do this, 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 and all these things, and then, uh, and then not taking, the, you know, and then just taking steps like chicken without a head. That's, that, that gets in your way because that doesn't, it doesn't align with the energy. Okay? So what you'll see, one of the telltale signs that things are about to come to fruition, you start to see uh, signs, steps, symbols, synchronicities happening in chunk, in you know, two, three things, like coming in very quickly. Why is it coming in quicker than before? Because you're in the frequency of the, of the um, I was going to say fluidity, <laughs> God, I'm making up words. Um, you're in the frequency of the finished product. See, because remember, where you're asking for what you desire from, that frequency is a completely different frequency than where it's delivered. And the thing that keeps you from getting it is that you don't switch frequency into where it's delivered. Okay, well, I need it to prove itself out. And, oh, I wonder, maybe I need a prediction to tell me if it's going to happen or not. And all this. You're, when you're asking for predictions, you are totally out of frequency alignment with what you want. You just are because you're saying it's not here, um, which puts you in a purgatory parallel of it's not here. Okay. I'm not saying that every so often you don't get a ground person, like, you know, checks and balances. That's fine. But what I'm saying is that a lot of people, they get lazy and they just want somebody to tell them it's going to happen. It's not going to happen if you're not frequency aligned. So you can say whatever you want. Any psychic can say whatever they want. It's not going to happen if you are not taking the steps to be in alignment frequency-wise. And I'll tell you what, in the past, you know, over the last many years, decades, whatever, you could get away with it, you know, kind of because the grid wasn't pulling in place and, you know, manifesting was much slower because we didn't have all the infrastructure, energetic infrastructure that we have now. But now that we do, the level of responsibility on you as a frequency, uh, you know, frequency-based being is much higher. So um, that's why there's shows like this and millions of them, uh, all kinds of people out there teaching this kind of thing now because they're trying to get the masses of people on board so they can actually have racial use of the energy that's there. Because if you don't know what you're doing, you're still manifesting way more rapidly than before. And if you're using your logical mind against yourself with negativity and, you know, constant, you know, I need proof, I need proof, I need proof, I can't see what it's going to look like, so I can't take a step forward, all that, you are setting yourself up for a really, really, really slow-going ship because the energy is so much more powerful and it can go negative in that same powerful way that it can go positive. And you're flavoring it. It's all your choice, of course. But just be aware that, you know, it's kind of like there's a different level of responsibility than there was in 2015, 2016, 2012, 2010. You know, I've had three people yesterday in my session say, you know, 15 years ago when I was doing stuff like this, oh, I had such an easier time. I'm like, who cares? 15 years ago? You're comparing today to 15 years ago? Don't do that to yourself. That's one way you can really slow down things from coming into fruition is to constantly be comparing and competing backwards in your past. You have to be very careful about that. It's not a bad thing to sort of reflect and say, look how far I've come. You know, or I feel like I'm going through a similar cycle that I've gone through before, but I have different colored glasses on this type of thing. You can be an observer but if you're going in there and comparing and contrasting, I just wish I could get to the confidence I had before or whatever, um, you're setting yourself up because you're saying to the energy, whether excuse me, whether it's subtle or very blatant, it's not here yet. 
I'm not in alignment. You're judging yourself. You're slowing yourself down, and you are slowing away your your momentum as far as you're manifesting, okay? So, like I said, the first thing to know that things are about to pop is that the, you're going to start to get signs and clusters, signs, symbols, and synchronicities and clusters. If you are really on top of your game and you uh, embrace that and you take the action steps that those synchronicities are suggesting and you do it quickly and you don't slow yourself down, you will see that it'll, you'll get more clusters and it'll come through much faster. There is no linear time. So you don't have to worry about them saying, oh, we want a tester. Oh, we want to hear that. All the time. Oh, you're being tested. Being tested for what? You know, you're, <laughs> you're just out of alignment. That's what it is. Um, and so uh, you want to, you know, just be as, get as fluent as you can in your intuition and in your abilities to, you know, channel those types of things so that you can get these signs and trust what they are, be able to discern what they are, and then take action on them as they come. As they come. It's an operative word there. All right. Now, um, the second sign that something is about to pop, something is about to appear, is when it doesn't feel so far-fetched anymore. So when I, I remember uh, talking to a friend of mine, and she's a very, uh, she's a priestess and all kinds of things. She's, she's very, very psychic, very, very intuitive, very talented. And uh, we were having a conversation, and I said, you know, I just feel like the energy of New Jersey has stopped for me. Like, I just, you know, I, I just feel drained. I don't want to I don't want to be here anymore, blah, blah, blah. I said, but I, I feel like maybe I'm supposed to move down to New Jersey Shore. Like, it was that town when I was blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I don't feel that. I don't know. I don't know about Jersey. I don't know about Jersey. I said, well, the only other place I want to move to Southern California. She's like, that's it. And I remember that exact conversation that exact minute it was a pivot point because when she said that's it it was the universe sending a message of which they do and I felt not just her words but this big huge like door just open at that time it felt so so over the top that I started to tremble because it was the first glimpse of that idea and it felt enormous the idea of going from one side of the country to the other, my whole family's done Long Island, blah, blah, blah. And I remember the next day getting on the phone with a realtor because I love real estate. So I was just like, okay, uh, that's where I'll start because it was my happy place, you know, and start asking some questions. But the minute I started saying to her, I'm going to relocate and can you help me to understand the, the market or whatever, it that was the first step, real step, right? It was the first real step forward. But it still felt enormous. I mean, it took me from that time where I made that decision to the time I actually moved for the calendar year. By the time I got, oh, I don't know, maybe seven months into the process, it started to get less and less far-fetched, and it started to feel more and more uncomfortable where I was. So I started to feel like I was kind of being, I was like in the first canal, being like uh, pushed out of one and, and over to the other. And it was a transfer point. At some point in midway, I felt more aligned with going than I did with staying. Okay. So as you're evaluating your situation, when it starts to, when the thing that you desire starts to not feel so far-fetched, 
where it doesn't feel there's like a big distance anymore. It feels like um, like the logical next step, or you know, it feels like you're not, you may not know show exactly all the resources or exactly how or exactly when, but there's this sense of knowing. There's this sense of knowing so much that you're doing whatever it is you're doing, going to do, even if it's, you know, the final steps aren't, you know, in place and all that, that you just feel almost a sense of peace about it. There's no more angst and anxiety and, you know, keeping score and, like, really, like, gritting on it and trying to try hard, okay? It's more like, show me the way. I know I'm missing some pieces here. Drop them in. Show me what the pieces are. I'm open. And as soon as you feel that next piece, you act on it, and, and it just starts to flow in. So you will feel like uh, someone who's about ready to run the race, but you need a new pair of sneakers, or you need a new, uh, you know, you need to get your number, you need to register for the event and get your paperwork or something like that. Not like, oh, someday I'll run a race. Wow, could I ever run a race? You're registered for the race. The, you know the date of the race, you know, and, and you're doing the final preparation for the race. It's no longer, it's like the, the race itself is the logical next step, okay? It's no longer this big divide. So um, when you start to feel that gap closing, uh, a lot of people will panic because they want those last steps. They want to know when and they get anxious because they're so in the new energy and they're feeling the new frequency so strongly and they want that last big toe out of the old frequency. And sometimes it's just a matter of divine timing, of certain things configuring, of frequencies loading in. You know, it might be something that you just have, like, a little stuck something in your energy sometimes that has to sort of be popped out. It could be just uh, you staying steady enough, long enough. Because here's the thing. If you react to your circumstances, which a lot of people do, Instead of managing your state of being, which a lot of people don't do, <laughs> so that means uh, you you resist and react to what you see happening. Instead of saying, "Okay, today I'm going to direct my energy in this way," and regardless of what's happening, I'm going to stay in this energy this way. Regardless, and if something happens that I don't like, I'm still going to stay in the energy in this way, and I'm just going to uh, be neutral about what's going on in my world until it's reading out the way I want to see it. Uh, if you're reacting and everything's on 10 and you're just saying, oh, that's not what I asked for. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe that's the old stuff. That's the idea. And you're reacting. Then you're, you're tipping over your frequency and you're, stay, you're, you're sticking yourself in the old frequency, right? But if you can sort of stay neutral and balanced and just uh, you will see that the transfer and the transference from the old um, thing, way things look to the new will come in much much more quickly, okay? So it shouldn't feel, if it's about to come to fruition, it no longer feel like a huge divide. It feels close. It, and, and when you get really, 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 you're like really, really there, you're not even worried about it anymore. You're just like, okay, it's done. And you don't need to talk about it. You don't need anybody to validate it. You don't need to bounce it off of anybody. You don't need to convince anybody who is jealous of you. You don't care because it's just there. It's just it's done. You're, 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 whatever it is, it's done. And when you feel that, 
then your circumstances will read out as that, right? But you have to feel that first. So your frequency is that before you can see the circumstances reading as that. The hardest thing for people. I watch people, you know, they talk to me and say, oh, well, I can't see how that's going to happen. So they don't do anything. They just, they keep wishing, they keep visualizing, but they don't take any steps because they want to know all the steps outlined before they're willing to take one step. Slow yourself down. Slow yourself way down. Now, the other thing, the other pitfall that happens right before the miracle happens is um, sometimes it, it seems like the room goes dark. Like all of a sudden, sometimes you're getting clusters of signs and, you know, and things to do and whatever, but then sometimes you get nothing. Like it seems like, wait a second, nothing's happening. And you have signs, 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 you know, things, things, things. Like clusters and visit, 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 and you can go days, maybe even weeks. It's just it's like nothing's happening, and it's like, do I even have that desire anymore? Uh, is it even possible? And a lot of times, people just give up, right? They just oh, and they like they give up. Now, the difference between giving up and letting go, okay? Letting go is when you say, okay. Uh, I'm just going to let this configure as it's going to configure, and I'm just going to I'm going to sit back. I'm not going to try to force any action for right now, right? But when you give up, it's like you throw in the towel and you go back to your old ways. Oh, I it was work. Oh, you know, it didn't work for that one and that one and that one. Oh, it's a fad. Oh, you know, I, I'm just going to go and, and use my mental mind and just you know wrangle my way. You know, or I guess have to you know guess that you know, so much for that, and then you go into the disappointment and all that kind of stuff. That is, that's giving up, okay? So there's a difference between letting go and throwing in the towel, okay? So what you want to do is uh, recognize that when it seems like nothing is happening, then you're really right there. Because if there's a transfer point when something is the final frequencies are loading in, and your what you desire is going from the from the energetic into the physical. There's a transfer point. It's kind of like um, not everybody is a railroad person, like I when I lived in New York. Um, but but when a train is on one track and it has to switch tracks to go on another track, there's a a transfer point where the tracks uh, cross, right? So the so the first car um, of the train, you know, transfers over and the rest of the cars follow behind it onto this, the other set of tracks. It's like a crisscross. And then it's going on another set of tracks. Well, when it crosses over, the electrical stops from one track and has to transfer to the electrical on the other track. Sitting in the car of the train, the lights blink. And, you know, you're transferring from one track, set of tracks to the other. Nobody panics. The lights just blink. And it blends car to car because each car is switching over from, you know, electrical uh, systems of one track to the electrical systems of the other. Well, this is the same thing that happens when we are doing a frequency transfer from the physical, from the non-physical into the physical. There is a point in time, a transfer point in time, where all of your signs and symbols and synchronicity and all that seem to go silent. Where all of the quote you know scorekeeping and, and watching this thing loading because you're getting this and you get to this point in the process, all of it seems to just stop. And you know that final piece that you need seems to be eluding you. And if you just stay the same and in fact get even more resolve 
it's that it's done. Get into a place of what we call um, allowance where you're going to allow it in. You're not going to fight it. You're not going to try to scramble for it. You're not going to do an action, action, force it to happen, make this happen. You're going to say, it's done. I'm allowing it in. Show me the way. Show me well. If I need to do anything, let me know. Otherwise, I'm open. And you, it's like keeping your hands out and open instead of putting your hands in front of you in, in the ball of a fist. Okay? So what you want to do is that point of allowance. And uh, what I've found is that when I get to that point, I recently got to that point with one of my own manifesting projects, instead of waking up and saying, okay, what do I need to do about this today? What do I need to get done today? I just told my guys, look, I'm done with all this work. I am 100% in allowance. You bring it to me. Show me what I need to do. You, as the energy, invite me forward, and I'm all there. I'll step forward wherever you invite me, but I, I am not going after this this week. And I, and I used to say, you know, take a day to be in receiving mode and then take a day to be in asking mode. But I think that when you're at this point of the process, if you've been working on a project for quite some time, there is a very good um, tactic to use, which is to just say, I'm going to be in for an entire week in the state of allowance. I'm not going to sit here and ask. I'm not going to go on a wild goose chase. I'm not going to look for every single sign, single synchronicity. I'm just going to allow it in. And if the sign, and as the signs come, then you take action. But to be in a week of allowance, that doesn't mean inactivity. It means that you are very in tune and very finely tuned to the subtleties of the energy and the frequency, and you act on it as it comes your way. It's basically getting the hell out of the way so your guys can get the finishing touches on this thing. You know, it's like the bride has a wedding planner, and the wedding planner is handing all, you know, getting everybody to their seats, making sure the groomsmen have their boutonnieres on, making sure the, the husband is in place, the father of the bride, everybody, and the bride is getting her final makeup on. She's not down in the, in the church, you know, trying to make sure the father, she's got somebody else, it's delegated. It's just about, at this point, it's about her showing up. Looking pretty, holding her dad's arm and showing up. That's, that's the point, where you're just like, it's done. And I've got a whole bunch of minions working on the, the, you know, the details, but it's done. I'm just waiting for my cue to step off onto the aisle. That's this piece of it, okay? So when you have this transfer point, this frequency transfer, it's like kind of the final frequency transfer point. You know, when the bride is all dressed, makeup's on, hair's done, she's coming down the staircase, to go meet her dad so they can go over into the, you know, door of the church and walk down that aisle, that's the transfer point. She's going from being single to being the wife, and that's the, you know, she's just getting from the dressing area to the church. That's that transfer point. That's where the train is transferring track. Okay? If she was going from upstairs where she's getting dressed to downstairs to meet her dad, and she's going down the stairs to hysterical, that maybe somebody didn't do something right. And, oh, my God, and this is the, and the, and now she's going to mess up her makeup. She's going to fall down the stairs. She's going to ruin the whole thing. So what I'm saying is that when you get to this transfer point and it seems like nothing's happening, be sure that you're identifying it properly and recognize that everything's happening. It's just transferring tracks 
to bring it to fruition. Remember, wherever you were asking for or or moving towards that ultimate goal is a completely different parallel of frequency than the actual goal that you have in the flesh. Okay, so as she's transferring from single person to bride, and she's going from the dressing room to the aisle, she's transferring to that point where she takes those vows, and she's literally transferring from single to marriage. Okay, so when she finishes that little process, she's now in a totally different frequency. She's in the wife frequency instead of the fiancé frequency, which is very different than the girlfriend frequency, right? So there's transfer points, energetic transfer points. So as you're going through your process where you're manifesting, you're going to have energetic transfer points, okay? And and if you recognize them, then you won't flip the apple cart and completely undo everything you just did to get to that point, right? All right, so the third thing is, and this is a word that's very much misused, and that's the word is patience. A lot of people say, okay, I'm being patient. I've been patient. I had somebody get on the phone to me at uh, one of my sessions last week and say, okay, Maria, I can do what you say, and I'm being patient. And she's like saying it to gritted teeth, and she's just frustrated and everything. And I, and I was like, well, why are you being patient? Well, that's what I have to be. Nah, you don't need to be patient. Patience is an interesting word because from the muggle side of things, patience is sitting with your hands crossed and waiting for mommy to put the ice cream in the bowl on the table in front of you complete inactivity and waiting for somebody to cast favor on you and, you know, kind of holding your breath. It's actually a um, low register frequency if used the wrong way. Active allowance is much better than patience. So what I mean by that? So patience comes from as we know it. Um, And when it comes to frequency and manifesting can be a real – heavy, it can be a reversal frequency. It can keep you in purgatory because you're stopping action and putting yourself into waiting, which puts you into a purgatory parallel. So it's not about being patient. It's about being in a state of active allowing. Allowing is still a verb. It's still moving. You're just not necessarily doing anything, but you're allowing. Your energy is staying receptive. Your energy is staying open. It's not waiting. It's allowing. So you're still active because you're allowing it in. You're willing to receive it. Patience is inactive. It's like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to wait. You don't want to do that. You want to be in a state of allowing. It's a different, it's a subtle frequency, but it, you know, it's a subtle uh, nuance, but it's very, very powerful. So when I say active allowance, when you're in allowance, what you're doing is listening. That's still, it's a verse. You're doing something. You're listening. So instead of I have patience, I'm waiting, which is reversing energy, and I'm staying in a state of active allowance, meaning I'm listening. I'm allowing, meaning I'm allowing the universe to have their side of the conversation. I'm not doing all the talking. And I'm waiting for directives. You know, I'm allowing the directives from the universe of what I need to do next, if anything. Show me the way. Guide me forward. Okay? So that's the difference between patience and active allowing. Active allowing is very important in the latter stages of manifestation. 
Because if you go into patience mode, you go also into resentment mode because then you start counting the clock. I see this a lot. My clients is counting, counting the clock. And we all do it. It's very natural because you get excited about things, right? And then, but people, you know, getting excited about something and, and feeling a little impatient and because of excitement is totally different than feeling impatient because of doubt. Like, I need this to happen now because, no, I need this to happen now because it, it just has to happen now because if it doesn't happen now, then that, that means it's not going to happen. That's, that's disastrous energetically, okay? So what you want to do is, uh, is have a, an active allowance. Get yourself into a state of active allowance where you're listening. If you don't hear anything, then just don't say anything. And um, and do fun things that, like we talked about last week. You know, choosing joy minute by minute through the day, choosing things that lift your, uh, raise your your uh, spirit as you as you're going throughout your day. That keeps your frequency high, keeps your frequency in alignment. Uh, changing the subject is also really good. You know, you don't have to sit and stare at the pot, the the water in the pot ready to boil. You can uh, you can go in another direction. Okay? You can you can go in a totally different direction and allow put put whatever it is that you're, you know, designing this frequency in not a whole on a whole, but in a an active allowing state. So you're saying, okay, it doesn't require my full focus and attention right now because you know, I'm already in frequency alignment with it. It's doing its thing. It's allow I'm allowing it to load in. So while this app is loading in, I'm going to go and check. I'm going to do something else. And then before you know it, you're like, oh, yeah, I bought that app. Oh, look, it's all set and ready to go. Let me use it. Right? Because you gave it space to download. Okay? So don't put yourself into a purgatory parallel at the last minute by getting so impatient that you feel like you have to start you know, rationing it. I know I've had people call me um, on the call lines about, you know, men and relationships and things, and they 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 say, oh well, um, I know the rule book says that I shouldn't, uh, you know, I shouldn't kiss him on the first date, and I shouldn't sleep with him on the on the first date, and I shouldn't do this, and I shouldn't do that, and oh, I shouldn't text him right after uh, the date because then that sets him up to do this, and then he's going to wait three days, but now it's been four days, and he has, you know, he's has it called and what what should I do? You know, and I'm like, first of all, what's going on with you with this particular person? Everybody's coming from a different path. They're coming in, you know. And sometimes some of those books work. You know, some of the things are are definitely applicable, and many times they're not. And so you can't. And, and remember, every single person that you're dealing with is mutually exclusive um, from other from the others that you've been with. Okay, so. Obviously, sometimes you're going to see repetitive patterns and things like that. You know, maybe something you need to learn again. You know, go through again because you haven't you haven't sort of bounced out of that frequency, so you're repeating the frequency. But um, in general, uh, you want to uh, allow each thing to be its own mutually exclusive thing. Don't just assume that because it went one way for one person, that it's going to go the same way for you. So let me just recap. Um, if you'd like to call and ask a question, I'm going to take a question or two um, in a minute or so. 
Uh, you Because they didn't announce the phone number at the top of the call, so I apologize. The number to call in is 347-215-9485. 347-215-9485. Okay, so just to recap, the first thing you want to make sure you wanna, you'll see as things are about to appear is uh, signs coming in at batches. Okay, um, a, a very quick succession of signs and symbols and synchronicities, those types of things. So you're getting like, poof, 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 oh my gosh, oh my gosh, here it is, it's coming, it's coming, it's right here, it's right here, it's right here. Then it doesn't feel so far-fetched anymore. It feels very, very much like, I don't know exactly what the last, you know, these last finishing touches will be, but I know they're coming because I can feel that I'm already there and it doesn't feel far-fetched, it feels like my logical next, I'm more this than I'm not this, right? Uh, the third thing is, It'll, it'll, after you get all this whole flurry of signs, 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 it'll feel like nothing. Like all of a sudden everything goes silent. Like whoosh. That's the point of an energetic transfer when the thing is coming from the final bits of energy into the final uh, physicality. Okay? Want to be careful with the word patient and using it the wrong way in your life. And in most cases, if you're in frequency, um, uh, any kind of fluency with frequency, any kind of energetic intuitive fluency or abilities, you want to switch the word patience into active allowing, okay, where you're allowing, you're, you're very consciously open to receive and willing to accept and allow uh, the, your co-pilot, which is the universe, to get those frequencies in, to completion. Remember, when you're holding up a vision, or an intention or the desire that you desire, you're literally holding up a picture, a blueprint, like architectural plans to the universal energy, which is that, that field of frequency, all those atomic molecules start to configure into that specific thing that you desire. So if you're holding up that picture very consistently and it stays lit and it stays positive and stays in that zone and you're responding appropriately, that's going to knit together very quickly. But if you mix it with doubt and fear and, yes, I want it, no, I don't, oh, I don't think I could ever have it, oh, I'm not worthy of it, oh, she said I'm not worthy of it, oh, so-and-so will be jealous of me, so I better slow down, oh, so-and-so isn't approving of it, so I better slow down, oh, it doesn't look like it's coming, so I better slow down. You are literally scrambling the picture that you're holding into the frequency of the field. So what you're getting in response to that is the exact mirror to your frequency of what you're putting out you're getting a response to that is scrambled results. And that is you're resisting and reacting and overlooking at circumstances first instead of managing your frequency and state of being first, you're creating more confusion. And that's why people get stuck in purgatory, why things take really long time to come to fruition. Now uh, the negative stuff can come to fruition really fast because you're, you're playing with frequency, you're powering yourself up, you're giving yourself, a, you're revving a lot of engines. You know, you can rev an engine and go straight down the highway and get on the highway appropriately, or you can rev the engine in the wrong place and flip the car over, right? Or run into a tree. I mean, there's, you know, there's the ways of doing things and ways not to do things, right? So you want to just be very uh, meticulous about how you're managing your frequency. Very meticulous. All right? Okay, I think. I'm going to end with that, and I'll take a question, and then um, and then we'll see where that goes. So I think we have uh, – Sam, are you ready? 
Um, okay, so we have Maureen in San Diego. Hi, Maureen. Hi, Maureen. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for taking my call. This has been absolutely wonderful, and I appreciate all of your your insight. And um, it's on the topic of the a- active allowance. I um, okay. I have a I have a um, a romance question, and it's someone that I okay. have. I know I have a, a soul connection with, and uh-huh. there has been some dis- some distance. So it's like you know, in the waiting zone, and I decided to just let go because. You know, it's you know a, a question as to what's happening, and communication is key. So as soon as I did that, then there's all these um, other interests that have come in. So I'm like this or something better. So I just had a question um, about that um, for you, as far as um, I'm trying to figure out what my question is. <laughs> um, it is about the the connection I have. Um, with this man, it's like I was thinking, oh, is he going to come back around? And I just thought, you know what, I kept thinking that, and I thought, you know what, that's not getting me anywhere forward, and I like to be pursued, so maybe this isn't the person for me, you know? So I needed to just ask your opinion on that insight. Um, from a, from, in the context of what we're talking about, it, you know, what I would do is just do an inventory of, of where you're at with it and see if there's anything in your energy that feels like you're not ready for that relationship, if, you, if it feels like there's, a, you know, uh, or that it's not necessarily a connection. Uh, at this time, it might be something that the other question you can ask the universe of is, is what do I need to know most right now that if I knew it would move this forward? You know, because that way you're giving yourself that open-ended, infinite, you know, wisdom. You're opening yourself up so that it's not so controlled. It feels to me like you're trying to control um, the knowingness of it. And when you're dealing with another person and their free will, um, if they're not, like, sort of present and responsive, there's something usually within your own field that is, uh, holding things up, you know. So okay. I would just, I would just kind of do an inventory based on the, the you know, characteristics that we we're talking about, um, you know, the different pieces we we're talking about today on the show, and then from there, it feels to me a little bit like I'm just perceiving energy here. It just feels to me like. Uh, I, what I'm getting is don't hold out for him. Okay. Don't, don't, because you're stopping energy and waiting. Yeah. As opposed to actively allowing, which means, like, when you're dealing with a relationship, what you want to do when, when it seems like something's not kind of coming your way, you want to let it go. When I say let it go, not in a cliche way, but it's literally like just saying to the universe, like I said the other day, I allow you to just bring this forward to me. I'm not chasing this down. If something doesn't work out today the way I hoped it would work out today, then I'm not gonna. I'm also not gonna find meaning to that. Because we have a tendency mm-hmm. when dealing with other people that every move they make, we're finding a meaning. To, oh, that means he didn't like me. Oh, that does. Oh, he didn't give me a Valentine's Day. Oh, that means he doesn't like me. Nah, it doesn't necessarily mean that. Valentine's Day is very loaded. You know, it it freaks men out. 
You know, it's like, a, it, and it freaks women out because it's just like you don't get that, you know, call or flowers or something that means this to me. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. You know, it just means that today, whatever. It's just like, why should I be pressured on that day to do that thing, right? So yes. um, it's not, it's, you, and you can make it mean something or you can make it not mean something. It's, it's how you assign meaning to things. So I think that might be a big lesson for you at this point in time that he's helping you with is to uh, don't, if he's not responding, you know, it could be for a myriad of reasons. doesn't necessarily have anything to do with you. And I think that's yes. part of the thing that's holding you up is that you're like, yes. okay, well, there's something, what am I doing wrong? Or, what, you know, am I not attractive or whatever? And that's, I think, the piece that the universe is trying to get you to see. It's just like, be you. Do you. And may the best man win. Wonderful. Okay. Beautiful. Does that help? Thank I hope you. that's helped a little yes. bit. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's wonderful. And what you're saying about that is I, I let go of the, you know, something I did or whatever. I just said, okay, there's distance. Okay, I'm going to focus on my career and what I want to bring in and then just allow things to happen naturally and just let mm-hmm. go of any any expectations because I'm being in the now and in my joy and I have a very happy life. And it's just um, beautiful um, wonderful insight, and I really appreciate you, Mari. Thank you for your time. Oh, no, you're so welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thank Have you. Have a great night. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, same to you. Thank you. All right. So um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to wrap the show now. I don't have any more callers. I know it's Valentine's Day, so I kind of figured that we'd have a little bit of a light road as far as callers are concerned. But um, just, just as you go forward with this and you're looking at your own situation, uh, Maureen actually brought up a really good point that I did not mention. Try to observe without judging. There's a difference between observing and judging, okay? So you can observe, like, when you look at the clouds in the sky, you say, oh, those are wispy clouds. You don't say, oh, those are wispy clouds, and that must mean I'm a jerk, <laughs> right? It's just, okay, those are wispy clouds. Oh, okay, those look like storm clouds. Oh, okay, oh, there's not a cloud in the sky. You're not judging the sky jerky sky, you know, I can't believe you have a storm, you know, that kind of thing, right? So when you're looking at yourself in this process, one of the ways that you can observe, if you judge, you take yourself out of frequency alignment with where you're going. If you observe, you actually stay in higher level frequency because being an observer is the highest level of frequency you can have. So you stay in alignment with where you are going to, where you're, you know, aspiring to, where you're that what with the frequency that's floating in, but you're also able to kind of you know write your sails a bit without it being a judgmental thing which takes you out of frequency alignment. Remember your frequency alignment. This is where people I think even you know relationships like what Marina is talking about. Um, if she's looking at this guy and he's not calling her, and she takes herself out instead of oh maybe he's just a jerk, <laughs> maybe he's on a business trip. Who knows what he's doing, right? Maybe he's immature. Maybe he's just not the right, he, you know, he's, he, who knows what he's doing. Maybe he's just doing him and not make her the bad guy for it, his behavior, then, and, and make it kind of a mutually exclusive thing. Then um, you stay in a high enough frequency that if you ask the right question, like ask your guys, ask the universe, ask your, you know, your higher self, 
what do I need to know most right now that would create ease around this or that would open up more wisdom in this regard or give me clarity or give me a sense of relief? You know, then it's just a much higher, it's staying in frequency empowerment, okay? You don't want to go into a state of disempowerment because then you go out of frequency alignment, which is manifesting and slows it down, okay? You are manifesting something. You're just going in the opposite direction of where you want to go. That's how uh, we will be back here same time next week, and I will um, end with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too, and in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great Valentine's Day. Bye. Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.